Welcome back to the Bridgeton Beacon and part two in this series with Billy Sharp. And the community has spread out. A lot of people have moved away and came back. But we've got a lot of new faces, a lot of new people. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's okay, too. Okay. So it sounds like you did know from early on that this is what you wanted to do. This is what I wanted yeah. to do. And I f- figured I could have gone to Woodstown or Salem or wherever I wanted to go if I wanted to stay in this area. And, and I had such good memories here. Right. I've heard that from so many people that have either, you know, had had lifelong businesses in town, family businesses, or have left and come back. That the memories um, of you, being here. When you mentioned Paul Ritter, I'm a big fan of Paul Ritter's. And the smell of the ketchup oh, yeah. for Hunts and Ritter's and... The town was alive. Oh my! You couldn't you couldn't find a parking spot downtown, Bridge. And there's so many good people here. I've had I've got so so many dear friends of mine here. That yeah, it's a great community. I think I'm, I I really think I'm on top of the world, honestly. Awesome. Well, your your uh, father-in-law owned Morton's, right? Yeah. Is that right. Okay. So yeah having businesses Morton down th- Jewelers yeah right on the corner yeah oh yeah yeah it was all it was just great and look at all the the great families come out of here too right yeah yeah but you met your wife Patty right you guys she two children and yeah and and I, I would love to interview her she's she's a, she's a Bridgetonian she is yeah she is yeah. and and always doing Wonderful things for the community and yeah. the children in the community. She's uh, she's helping. She's teaching a little bit three days a week in uh, on in Buck Shootem School. That's fantastic. And loves Buck Shootem School. That's Says great. it's a beautiful. It's well run. It's very. It's a beautiful school and it's or very organized. It's great. It's a great school. Well, we we need good teachers like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if you've uh, you've seen the website that's connected to this podcast. It's I'll give it a little plug. It's www.bridgetonbeacon.com. But we have a new feature on the website where folks can uh, leave a message. Uh, they can either call in or phone in and leave a little voicemail uh, asking a question of a guest or giving me an idea of who they might want me to interview going forward. Um, And so I had let a few people know that I was going to be interviewing you. Mm. And so I have a, uh, I had a call in with a, a little question for you. So without further ado. Hey, Billy, can you, Tell us the story of the time you guys stole a rowboat and uh, tried to go across the Delaware. Thanks. <laughs> was, that, was that Hedrick? <laughs> Is that Dave Hedrick? <laughs> that dog. Yes. So tell us some good stories. I want to hear about oh, this. <laughs> I, I was trying to stay away from that. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, we were running it's away. It's Bridgeton. Nothing is secret. It was Harry, Harry Springfield, who I loved. He just passed, actually. He died. I, I'm pretty sure it was from COVID. It was Harry and Donald Blasey, Giggy Blasey. So we're going to run away. And we were 13 years old. We hitchhiked to the Delaware Memorial Bridge. We couldn't get across the bridge. So we decided we're going to sleep underneath the bridge. They just started building the second span of the bridge. And we got over, we climbed over the fence and and we went down along the waterfront, and there was a tugboat. So we climbed on the tugboat. We got on the tugboat. We slept overnight in the tugboat. When we got up in the morning, there was a, a rowboat with one oar. And we paddled across the Delaware River. We almost got swamped by these big boats. I mean, it was the craziest thing ever. We're lucky. I mean, God just was looking after us. And we got across the other side, and we eventually got caught in Newcastle. But <laughs> yeah, look, we're young and adventurous and had an agenda. We were going to Florida to pick oranges. and I don't know. I had so many out great experiences with, uh, with my crew here. The Polo Boys, the Harry Springfield, the... Uh, the Manupellas, the Impalazaris, the Bob Pollock, and the list goes on and on and on. Stevie, uh, oh, Stevie Moore. There, his mom had a uh, hairdressing shop on uh, Walnut Street. Yeah, he's. I just actually talked to him not too long ago. Anyway. Uh, yeah, and I was good friends with Blue Bowman. I mean, that's who we would always play chess. I told mm -hmm. you I'd go to Johnson Reeves' mm -hmm. playground, and he was in my all of my classes when we were at Bank Street School, so from kindergarten right on up, and we were good friends. So I'd meet him there, would play chess and talk over things. Yeah, but it was just, like I say, it was a wonderful experience. And, yeah, we, got, we would go down and we'd go – down to the Kansi River and go fishing and we'd go to the canoe house, go boating. And uh, we, uh, they had old, uh, old like rafts. We built a raft and went down the Kansi further up. It's amazing that I'm still here. That Kansi <laughs> River's, that Kansi River's dangerous. It's, yeah. It really is. It moves. The, it, it'll move almost a foot of water in an hour. It's it's very fast current. But we stay in, you know, Mary Elmer Lake, and uh, we were always doing something. But you could do that. You could get on your bicycle and say, let's go. Mm -hmm. One time we rode to Fort Mott on our bicycles. Fort Mott? Fort Mott. How long did that take? It took, it took us a day, a half day to get there, a half day to get back. Had sandwiches. Who were, good thing. Who were you with? The Polos. Okay. <laughs> How old were you? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I I don't I don't even remember how old I was. Yeah. Yeah, but I do remember the trip. But yeah, uh, 
just and a lot you know a lot of people moved away it's kind of neat that you had uh bought the canoe house yeah how'd that come about i love, I love the canoe house me Miss, too yeah the canoe house was closed mm -hmm. for about f seven years five years and and i thought eh, you know i'll be young let's let's take this on i i would i saw these paddle boats that would fit underneath the bridge Mm -hmm. But they came from Canada, so I, I remember them. Yeah, yeah. I bought mm -hmm. four. They came from Canada, and then I went to Marathon, New York, where Grumman Canoe is, and I bought uh, twenty-four Grumman canoes. And anyway, how long did you have the canoe house? I had it for seventeen years. That's a long time. Yeah, the uh, the canoes were unsinkable. It was, and you. Uh, you it sounds like you had experience with rowing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, paddling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I tried a few rowboats there too. Yeah, actually. <laughs> it was a real fun experience for me. Mm -hmm. And in the meantime, I had Tracy's Corner going, and I also had the concession stand where we were making cotton candy and balloons. Oh and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I had quite a few employees, all that are all grown up now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, that all can look back on. Yeah. Uh, your businesses is, is one yeah. of the first places that they yeah. were. Yeah. Is it just a matter of uh, seeing a, a need and filling that need to be a successful business person? What do you think? You have to st always stay in the formula. I mean, to be a successful business person, you have to be in vogue. You, and you have to stay on top of what you're doing and uh, try to be as sharp on the price points as you can. Mm -hmm. because, words of wisdom yeah friends are friends but business is business and if they you know see the same product cheaper they'll buy it somewhere else but you just have to be you know competitively competitive mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah any kind of uh business that you ever thought about doing or that you could uh you think would be a neat idea that you you never uh they haven't done yet uh, I don't. I, yeah, I'm not doing any more businesses. I'm, I'm a little past that. But um, there's a lot of opportunity here. Mm -hmm. There still is a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Here. Yeah, that I, that opportunity definitely yeah. exists. Mm -hmm. So if you were, uh, if you were starting out again in <laughs> business, would you do? Would you do it all over again the same? Or no, of course yeah. not. You. Yeah. Because you learn from your mistakes, mm -hmm. like uh, the available cab company. <laughs> oh, right. I saw that. Yeah. yeah I, I had, about that. yeah, we went through a ton of cars and we tried to work. We had a big contract with. When was that that you had the cab? I, I want to say, I want to say in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. Mm -hmm. We had it for about six years. But I had no idea. We were in vogue. It was in demand. And we had a big contract with Dyfus that would pay for the insurance because the insurance was astronomical. And Pre Uber. Yeah. And I thought it would be successful, but it, it never materialized. Mm -hmm. But that's the whole catch. You have to be in demand. Mm -hmm. And then the, it's the unforeseen expenses that I didn't 
The, well, yeah, yeah. That, that that always gets you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Any uh, to any young budding entrepreneurs out there listening, what would you? Uh, what do you think's the next up and coming thing? Well, it's always services. Mm-hmm. The services are always good. So if you're going to be in the appliance repair business, you know, uh, there's a big demand for appliance repairs. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's certain markets that are still really open to small businesses, but you have to have your own little niche. Mm -hmm. And, And you have to, you know, see what it is there's a lot of hidden factors today insurance being one of them and uh, because their salaries are so high and uh, you've got to really you've got to maximize your investment for sure who else uh, in town do you look to um, as as Another person like yourself that uh, oh, has 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 stayed in town and has Tom Daly. Okay, I love him, and I think I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. And he's a tremendous businessman. He's so knowledgeable. Yeah. But to see him, you would think, uh, you know, he's a, he he's an amazing man, and. Uh, Another local businessman that's been around for forever. forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that does a lot of good things for, for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Any good stories about him? Uh, None that you're willing to share? <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I don't have a whole lot of stories other yeah. than the fact that he's a great businessman. And yeah. I thought Bob Thompson and Claire Miller were mm-hmm. great businessmen, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any idea what they're doing with the uh, Owens, Illinois? Warehousing seems to be a big thing. Mm-hmm. There's a shortage, and especially uh, the warehouse, Owens Warehouse, is for food. It's certified for food, so you can store food in there, and that demands bigger rent. And yeah, the, it, the the guys that just bought it, do you? Is that what they're going to do? Or you know, nobody's I have heard no yet? Idea. Yeah, yeah. No, I have no idea. Yeah. It'd be nice if we could get a lot of the local farmers and the, the guys that have been successful to set up a co-op in Bridgeton and have like, maybe they could do their, set an office up and have different companies come. And, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great we idea. We should try to tag them in. Yeah, and uh, find a good location for something like that. Right, right. So it's you know yeah that's a that's a really really yeah because we have some really big companies that are farmers around mm-hmm. here that are doing really well yeah I mean you you get you know you get down towards the shore and you know there's farmers markets and they're 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 not local and to here you know there there's a lot of people around here that you could uh, you could have a local farmers market and it it's funny you pick up the you'll pick up a book. From it'll say Deerfield, how the town of Deerfield was formed, mm-hmm. and it and it talks and it says about a pole tavern. It'll say uh, the king granted the Newkirks 
the these are all old names. Mm-hmm. The uh, oh, what's what's the name? A lot of the local farmers that are still here were have been here ever since the king granted them land. Wow. You know, these big farms. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to talk to some some of them, some local farmers. That'd be that'd be great to have one. That'd be great. Mhm. Yeah. So. Well, I uh think about any other stories that you that you can share and maybe if uh if we can, I can have you come back to talk about uh, other to. fun stories. I'd now that to. you, yeah, I have, I have plenty of stories. I'm sure you and, do, and a lot. Of, a, a <laughs> I'm sure lot. you do. I'm trying to get you to tell me something. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the local people that uh, will appreciate them. Yeah. 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 Okay, I'll come back. All right, please do, please do. I appreciate you letting me uh, come into your store here today and on this very cold February day and hear about your experiences as a as a business owner and congratulations on the award well thank deserved you. thank you very well much. deserved thank you thank you we'll talk soon okay don't forget to subscribe and like the show on iTunes Spotify and anywhere you listen The City Park in Bridgeton has a festive soccer tournament atmosphere most Sundays. From April through September, as upwards of 20 teams, part of the Cumberland Soccer Club, compete on two main soccer fields. Ranging in age from 16 to 40, the league hosts approximately 400 players, and soccer enthusiasts can take in a high level of competition among teams such as Bridgeton United, Curtadores, Barcelona, Academia, and Santos Laguna, to name a few.